Waalaikumsalam warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. First of all, uh, apologies for uh, how many? How, how? Two weeks, just two weeks. Oh, two weeks for our two-week break. Things have been going on with the goings on. Welcome back to Minera. Minera. Yeah. Welcome back. I feel like you've been gone for a whole minute. Yeah, like yesterday I had to give her like a good five-minute hug. I thought your crumb was gonna crash or something yesterday. I think I saw <laughs> a fuck tear come out the left hand side. I saw a lot of things drop. She looked down the table. Yeah, I know it don't stop me. That was exactly, and that table was hella small. And then what's it? Your the friend made me buy her another drink. What? <laughs> I'm not. She knocked over her drink. Mugabe. Yeah, you knocked over her drink. Mugambi. She made Mugambi. me buy another drink. Anyway, dictator. She knows. She knows anyway. I, I had to. I was scared before I even went and uh, sat down. <laughs> I had to go and uh, and buy her her drink again. Oh, done. But um, yeah. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Oh yeah. Another episode of. Please, I'm wearing a skirt today, so everything's a little. I feel like I'm a little bit all over the gaff right now, you know. But anyways, huh? I'm in the skirt. Thank you, babe. Let's keep my shawl. Darling, the whole ensemble. Ensemble, ensemble. Yeah. See the way my. But yeah, shiny. And another thing that shocked me about uni, Muni yesterday was yeah. I think it's like an hour. I just turned around once and I said, when did this girl ever have a piercing? Like, I had to go oh, back in my memory. She took long to notice. Well, I took notice time. I walked in. No, I didn't notice it at all. And I just randomly said to you, Muni, I didn't know you had a piercing. This yeah, you're actually have, thinking you had a piercing before. It's part of my midlife crisis. So, basically, Imagine guys, welcome back Paris. to a new episode of Pirates in the Caribbean podcast. Yes. We are your hosts. My name is Sahara. I'm Mikran. And I'm Manira. Manira with the new AKA nose AKA Benefits Britain. Oh, oh yeah. AKA She's I got my nose piece call me Tupac. AKA <laughs> <laughs> AKA I'm jet setting, been on free holidays. Jet setting and homeless at the same time. AKA homeless. <laughs> You've had a quite a summer. AKA JK, I'm coming for you. Okay, be- uh, Britain benefits. Okay, benefits Britain, babe. <laughs> you not told me about benefit money, yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drinks was on money. <laughs> they really were. Drinks was on money. No, no, no. Drinks was not on me. I used my benefits money wisely. I went to the laundry today, guys. Um, so, how does it, so, do you want to. Yeah, actually, let's, let's unpack your summer. Okay, well, let's unpack the bad part first. Okay. So, sadly, um, there was a gas explosion on my road on the 8th of August. I think that's loud enough. Uh, There was a gas explosion on my road on the 8th of August. It unfortunately uh, killed a four year old girl. Janna, inshallah, she was a baby. Her pen wasn't even down. how old was she? Four. Four, like, that's so sad. Um, you said it right. I don't know other people were saved, alhamdulillah. Um, injured, she's but she's the only person. She was the only one who died. Um, and I haven't been home since. She had to get evacuated. So I was evacuated. And unfortunately, because I live so close to the house that uh, blew up and the other two houses that also were damaged, very seriously damaged, um, I'm not allowed to go home. Basically, my house is a crime scene. Um, so that is why I've been calling myself Benefits Britain. That's why she's homeless. Um, and that's why I'm homeless. I currently live in a hotel. 
mm-hmm. which sounds like a good idea in you know people, yeah i'm sure you're like oh my, no 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 in a hotel with no access to your own belongings when you try to get your own belongings and were manhandled by a police officer <laughs> That that wasn't funny, but that was, uh, that was, uh... Okay. I had my arm thrust behind my back and up in between my shoulders and was pushed down onto a car vehicle. Uncle probably was looking out of his house thinking, why is this woman on my car? Why did they pick my car to throw her on? It is actually insane, insane. Like, when you deeper, you don't decide, yeah? When you deeper, yeah, that's mad. Like, yeah. it's not okay like for trying to break into my own house it's not okay for him to manhandle you in such a manner and then put you against the car when i said when i was against the car i said no this isn't reality i said to him literally like you would have thought i was a, I was a karen i said i said excuse me i said what are you doing you're hurting me i was genuinely shocked that i was literally put in a hold by a police officer like first and foremost you're a whole victim i'm actually a victim i have no house yeah you're you're a victim and yes and then he just victim yeah exactly and yes i did the wrong thing by trying to go through the barrier but i've actually had enough at this point everyone's had enough also there's mixed messages coming from the police some people are being told they can go in other people are being told that they can't go in there's a lot of mixed messages going on um but anyway yes i was manhandled by a police officer um currently live in a hotel if you see me wearing the same outfit more times than you'd like to mind your business mind your business Mm -hmm. because i've got about 10 fits in it (laughs) and most of them are from my holiday which are not appropriate for me to be wearing right now so yes if there's a blizzard outside and you see me wearing a wrap dress i don't want to hear it (laughs) (laughs) okay i don't want to hear it so and if you see me at the laundrette yes that's me that's me (laughs) using the machines today i used three machines and two dryers i spent 13 pound 50 benefits britain ain't easy it's fine you can claim that back no because it's the money that they gave me or to do what you want to do yeah but really the benefit money that they're giving you can't even do much for you no it's not even benefit money to be honest with you the local authority are trying their best but it's not even their fault so i don't even know what to say or do at this point but then this is that's the thing though when it comes to these kind of situations there's so many people everybody's just passing the buck and Mm. it's like there's too many people involved everybody's just passing you around you don't know who you're dealing with you don't know who to go to you don't know what like it's just no. it's so annoying mm. no, it is and um hotel life is just it's dead if you ask me i mean it's if they take funny. you to like the marriott or the hilton or like my hotel's nice but it's just like it's not home it's not your house mm. yeah, and it's also not- like do you get bed and breakfast? Is it breakfast? It's not There's breakfast, dinner. but I, this morning, you, you that's why, that's why, that's why this, I, morning. this morning I had a meltdown. Yeah. Breakfast? Breakfast? I actually had a meltdown. Has, has no, no, I woke up at 9.58, so no, I didn't get today. no breakfast. Not today. Bro, that, that's kind of early, you know, for breakfast. That's breakfast kinda... is 6.30 a.m. till 10 a.m. Okay, no, no, no. I, I want to know what you normally get for breakfast. I like, I had, the other day I had scrambled egg, toast, and then I had fruits afterwards. No, 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 no. You go down to eat. Oh, you have to go down. Hey, so that's what yeah. you got for breakfast. Yeah, today I got no breakfast. Because you woke up at? I woke up at 9.58. So you had two minutes left. I had two minutes left, so there was no point in me running downstairs for, what, one fried tomato that was probably left. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was strike one of my bad day. <laughs> okay. And then I called up the council people to tell them that my booking at the hotel had expired today. And they were, I said to them, can you book me somewhere close to my workplace? Cause I go back to school next week. Like, this is actually, like, I'm in the bush. 
and they were like oh yeah we'll get back to you in a moment they called me back with less than 10 minutes about oh we couldn't find your hotel to see your school so we booked you up until the 3rd of september in the hotel that you're in first of all did you even try because it's been 10 minutes yeah secondly and then he started giving me tfl journey route planner on how i could get to work from there which enraged me because i said i have google i was really angry when he started telling me how to get to work from there that was strike two and then i said you know what i'm feeling low let me go and join my friends so i put on an episode of my 600 pound life because you don't know those are my people yeah that is right she's obsessed with that show so halfway through the show i was like you know what just have a shower so i went into the bathroom <laughs> and i opened the tap and no water came out i don't even I know said, why i love it it's enough literally well, oh, i don't even know why i'm laughing I, pressed, I, caught, I, I was there in my towel <laughs> I, opened no the, I opened the phone and I pressed zero. Excuse me. I'm in the room and I try to use the shower. And there's no water. She goes, oh, yes, there's no water at the moment. It's a maintenance issue. First of all, why am I having to call you to find out? Yeah. And she said it should be back on shortly. I hung up the phone and I started bawling. I said I've had enough. Oh. I just started crying. Inshallah. I felt so for myself at that point. Yeah. I had a moment today. I it's okay. You can, ha- you can have moment. your moment. I was like, this isn't funny anymore. <laughs> This actually isn't funny. I'm laughing. This is actually going through things. No, no. Well, like, do you know what's mad, yeah? No, I, I, I fully understand. And also, like, I had to give a statement to the police today. And you know what you're actually deep in what actually happened? Like, it was actually terrifying. Yeah. It sounded like a bomb. The, the house is gone. Like, as in, there was just stones on the floor. Just rubble. Just mm, bricks. Mm, mm. Yeah, whole Like, house. I actually can't believe... You know when you're younger and you hear like, oh, gas, turn off the gas. But to be fair, it wasn't even anyone's fault because the gas explosion happened outside his house from underground. Yeah, yeah, you told me. That gas company is finished. Yeah, whatever whatever works. That gas company is done. Corporate manslaughter, you're finished. All them people's houses that are gone. Everybody else's house that's damaged. All of us who have had emotional distress from being benefits Britain. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no they're done out here they're done also like yeah no 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 they're done but yeah just but um, in between you was jet setting in between i was jet setting yeah that was stressful i mean this happened just before your my second holiday holiday. my first holiday was was cool she was living good summer was popping summer was turned yeah and then and then literally it went mad yeah and the joke is my passport was in my house i had to beg them to let me get my passport out to even go to turkey um so yeah i did a week in croatia five days in turkey two days in paris i'm having a midlife crisis so i pissed my nose in, i couldn't believe in it. paris i legit only noticed yesterday i think like an hour in talking to her i just looked that's because you said, were on my left yeah no yeah when i and turned I like, around <laughs> yeah when you turned around i was like it looks really nice though yeah, I I, like I, i'm it. still I didn't see i'm it still 50 50 on it I don't really think I have the type of nostrils that are for nose piercings, as in studs. But give me, give me four months when I get a ring. Why are you losing? Why don't you pierce something else? Because I've always wanted my nose pierced. Mm. And let's be honest, I've had a. uh, Where else is left left to pierce? I've had my chest pierced, my neck pierced, my tongue pierced, my eyebrow pierced, my belly button pierced. Oh yeah. And I've taken them all out. Mm. Let's hope you don't take out the nose. Yeah. I told you I'm giving myself seven days. If it's gone in seven days, don't ask mm. me where it's gone. No, no, no. You have to wait until four months. It's so I tiny. I have to at least try, try a ring, yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. so tiny, you can barely see it. So you have to give it at least four months, try the ring, and then if that don't look good, then you can take yeah. it out. I think I like the ring because I've done fake rings before and I yeah. quite liked it. I've always wanted to get my nose pierced. Yeah. I had my nose pierced when I was 16. My mum took me. 
I feel like bare Muslim girls have their nose pierced. Yeah. Yeah, I begged her. She was like, no. I was like, I was like, please hire. And then she took me, got it done, took it off when I was eighteen. Yeah. Get married. I don't know why. I don't know. You went sheikh. You said no, not really. I just took it off. Mm. Don't know. Why, why. You, but I'm, I'm, I'm might bring it back. I might bring it back, Muni. Yeah. Didn't go your dress. Mama. She, she said, "Think of your dress." No, I don't know. Oh, why I, took, I actually sure. can't remember why I took it off. I can't huh? even afford to swear. Benefits Britain. So uh, there'll be no swearing. <laughs> no swear. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not even gonna give you the. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, I can't remember why I took it off actually. While I here, but definitely something that I wanna bring it back. Yeah, so I wanted to get other places, please. But well, every whoa, time whoa, I whoa. tell people, keep, they're like, "Keep a PJ, keep a PJ, keep a PJ, keep a PJ." I'm always PJ. I'm always PJ. <laughs> um, In public, I'm just. <laughs> She ain't lying. Not even in public. Hey, on the mic. I'm on yeah, the mic. Yeah, who I'm talking to. Um, oh. Moving on. Okay. So Moving she went from lemon and herb to hot. <laughs> okay. Um. Moving on. So yeah. That's been Manira's summer. That's been my summer. How's your summer? She, my summer. She been here. <laughs> They've been hearing about. Where's that going? It's true. I've been with her. But to be fair, you've been you've been away, so, madam. What madam. this year? You've been you've been some no, you went Djibouti went and you Djibouti. went Turkey. I didn't We're go talking Turkey about this. You know that Sarah is not a, Sarah never goes away in the summer. She always goes away like winter. Yeah, because summer's too expensive. Spring. If I didn't have I didn't if I had a choice, away. I wouldn't go nowhere in summer. Almost, I went away once this year. Okay, Ooh. just once. Okay, okay. Oh. just once. It was when I went to Djibouti. You also went away in both years of the pandemic. I went So I don't want to hear it. I went Turkey in October. I went Turkey last, last year. year. In October. Yeah. And then the year before that, I went Turkey I swear well. she'd been Turkey more But than anyways. Once. She has, she just to, said. I need to, yeah, I went Turkey last year. I need to, I need, I'm going to put in some annual leave. I need, to, I need my annual leave to refresh. You're going to somewhere, innit? So, United. Yeah. HR. <laughs> HR says no. Computer says no. I'm joking. You can take it. Uh, thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. Well, anyway. you know, I'm going away soon, but yeah. I haven't actually booked my ticket yet. But I'm going to book that tomorrow, inshallah. But inshallah, my summer's just been, it's been whatever. Well, I had just been working, innit? Just doing yeah. a small, small enjoyment. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Small, small. It'd be enjoyment. like that sometimes. I mean, I definitely that's I'm sitting down now for the rest of the year. I'm firmly. I, I think I think that's a I very good attached. idea. Until next summer, no, 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 not until next summer. Whoa, sit. You gotta relax. I think that's a very well, good idea. Well, I mean, until like until her next. Maybe half like February. Yeah. Until her next no, no, half no, next half term is in October. No, I need to like sit down. Her next half term in 2023. Yeah. This February. year you're done. Yeah, probably. Your first half term. I might get a bit bored at Christmas. It might be in October. I have two weeks off in October and two weeks off in December. I'm talking about 2023 from January. February. February One week. And yeah. then the Easter one is Ramadan, so I'm not going in. I have actually got, like, this job, that, my new place that I'm working at, right? Mm. I actually get about two weeks off in Christmas, you know? Oh, yeah, I've so do I've never worked in a place that has given me that. Like, you when I'm off that, in Christmas, it's because I use my annual leave and then I work around... Work it around oh. the days to make the time. Like, the yeah. Christmas days and, yeah. like, New Year's to give myself a long period, right? Mm. But this time... It's actually inbuilt in the calendar. Yeah, which is pretty... Sick. I'm not gonna lie, it's amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah. When I first saw it, I was like, "Yo, I've never actually had that." Yeah, like, I've never. Oh, had guys, that. we need to eat after this, by the way. We've never had benefits, bro. Sorry. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. But yeah, man. I mean, what, what else have you been up to? Obviously, we went to Savannah's opening. Yes, Birmingham. We I wasn't to, here, but no, you guys looked lit. I got lie about me. Mira wasn't here. Yeah, but it looked it looked lit. It. it was. Actually, I missed you guys more that day. 
It was actually a bit. I know. Where, I, I really thought you were. Uh, oh, you was in Paris. Not there. Yeah. No, I was no. in Turkey. She was in Turkey. Damn, you was in Turkey. Yeah. When you want mommy, when you want mommy. To be fair, I'm. I want to do Istanbul again, and I'm gonna go with you, inshallah. Yeah, why don't we do like a Paris and the Caribbean holiday? Honey, whoever won't come can come. But all I know is I'm for the go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Babes, definitely. Yeah. I, I, honey, I got you. So is there something like I got you. Yeah. No, is I want to. I'm the. Istanbul over Antalya any day. Oh, yeah, 100%. I feel like with Istanbul, I've been there about three, four times, I think. And I feel like every single time you go there, there's just so much to see. I needed more than five days. 100%. There's so much. But at the same time, five days is good. It's a good amount of number. It's I'd a rather, good yeah. Of days Keep going back for a for short like time. For a short yeah. period. Do you know what I mean? I feel like if you're there for a long period, mm. it's dead. It's dead. Like when I went there in October, I wasn't there for that long because in between, I was there for like, my whole trip was about maybe 10 to 40, like about two, just under two weeks. Yeah. But in between that, I went to Marmaris. Yeah. So it didn't feel like I was in Istanbul for that long. Do you mm. get? It? I was in Istanbul for like six days. Then I went away. Then I came back for two days, and then I left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you get it? So that little break that I was in Marmaris kind of split. And it's it's nice when you have short periods, mm-hmm. but because there's so much to do and there's so much to see, every time you go back, it's like you got a whole new itinerary. Every day I went out, I found a whole new area. I'm yeah. not even joking. Oh, I found mean? a whole new area every time I left the hotel. Oh, that's good. And all it takes is taking a different turning on a back yeah. road. And you was getting in a good boom. location. You, I was in a sick location. And the metro, I mean, I, I urge everyone who ever travels to any country, where you can, use the public transport, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Like, you have to throw elbows in Istanbul to get on the public yeah. transport. I'm not going to lie to you. you. You actually have to move mad. Is it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. The, first, the first few times, I got bullied. And I said to my friend, oh... You have to act like a thug. Yeah. You have to act like a local. <laughs> That's why you're doing the you same thing. Like local. Yeah. And then uh, in Paris as well, I love the metro. But you know what's crazy? Like, I think maybe the first... I don't know, maybe when I first started holidays and, like, going on holidays and stuff, I never used to take public transport when I go to another country. Never. I used to live on taxis. It wastes a lot of your money on holidays. I used to live on taxis. But then, I think, I don't know, maybe, like... I don't remember what country it was. The past couple. I think it's because some countries literally started taking public transport, and it's literally so easy. It's because in the early days when we were traveling, we were going places like Dubai. I'm not being funny. I've never taken public transport in Dubai. But no, I would. But you wouldn't though. So I think that's probably why initially you probably weren't using the public transport because there's some places you literally. Well, what are you doing? Mm. Dubai is one of them. You can't be using the public transport. I I don't even know how. I just see it go past when you're in the mall. I didn't, I didn't even goes. know if they had. I'm not gonna lie. They have I some kind of transport shuttle thing. I think it's bad now. I didn't even. It's just taxi. I literally choose to take taxis. Yeah. Like all some of the countries Arabs you when can't. I've been to the like. Yeah. Uh, every single I used to take um, taxis. And that's what I mean by some places you can't. Yeah. So that's but even when I went to Paris, the first time I went to Paris, I used to take taxi. I never used to take public transport. I don't think we took public transport when I went. When we went, we didn't take public transport. This time I took public transport anywhere, everywhere. This time I took public transport from the airport to my hotel. Same. Ooh. And it was so easy. It was. It's literally like one train. Yeah. And you know you walk everywhere. I loved it. But yeah, I think taking public transport is a good shot because I think it, number one, it obviously saves you money, right? And it's authentic. It's like yeah, like you feel like part and of the furniture. And you feel like yeah, do you part mean like? I mean I don't know about that, but blending in. Mm. Yeah. It's like that, you know. 
it's a great feeling you're on holiday you're actually experiencing yeah everything yeah exactly you're not acting bougie and you see more going on public transport as well yeah um you see different stations like get off somewhere and just like let's go get out of this station and see what i go on yeah so yeah or let's get out this station and piss on this (laughs) <laughs> anyway <laughs> next it's good, it's good to experience next next next, next 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 different um different cultures different mm, what did different... i do in my summer no what does me what did i do in my summer nothing we just been wedding planning are you supposed to say it that on the podcast not, it can't not get married guys no it's not me it's not me so enough inshallah one day but not now. no i just yeah just leave it there. oh no no oh no it's not no just a, f- a family wedding coming up so just a lot yeah. of prepping and stuff like that so, yeah. <laughs> anyways <laughs> I, di- I didn't know if that was do you get what i mean <laughs> not a big deal um but yeah go on no but anyways um glad to have everybody back yeah. Yeah. As a unit. Sorry, I thought I saw something on the wall. Well, I got a bit scared. scared. You know, last night when I came home here, how come as soon as I go in my door, yeah, some black fat spider, would you call it, yeah, greeted me? I was Sorry, scared. I Sorry. Do you know I did? I bucked off my shoe and I was like, I said, one of us is only gonna make it in this door. Oh, wrong. I, was, I felt so bad afterwards. We're I was not like, kill spiders. I know. I felt bad. They but I'm sorry, I was scared. I know. Allah, please forgive me. Allah, please. I'm so sorry. I but I, it was my um, initial reactions. I couldn't. It's okay, babe. So I'm only joking. The way when I see a spider, I'm like... No, it I freaked just, me out because it was I like... You know when you open the door? You know when you open the door? It was right in my face. So I backed up my shoe. I'm sorry. It was just my natural reaction. Fight or flight. As they say, I just called I my used to fight. To be honest, because I, 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 I never got time. No, I actually remember the story of the interview on the spider after. I was like, I don't do that all the time when I kill a spider. I know, but it's, it's. God, you know my intentions. It's, it's okay, God. It's okay. I feel like I've taken you to a place that. You did. Gonzara, what was you gonna say? Gonzara. <laughs> no, I was gonna say, I saw this article the other day, right? Mm. And then. Um, Oh, I'm trying to find it. I saw this article the other day, and don't I, 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 I like I'm not quoting lost because it because I actually don't remember exactly word by word what it was said, but it was it was in America, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were basically talking about how, um, I mean, it's 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 not shocking, <laughs> right? It's not shocking the study what the study found, but basically they were talking about how Muslims are the most. Um, the studies show that Muslims are the majority, are the main religion that get attacked. Basically, right? It's not. It's not like I said because we're the, where there's more of us who are visible anyway. and and hundred yeah. percent. And the article obviously had a woman who of was course. visibly Muslim, of right? Course. And then it just goes to show that number one, we know. Yeah. Thanks for letting us know. I mean, we we knew. Do you know what I mean, we've been knowing. But it was just, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, it, it, it kind of made me think about the whole, you know, like assimilating culturally, assimilating in the society and and having to, you know, sacrifice some of your, your beliefs and your values and in your order to be, even. and your identity and so forth in order to kind of be accepted. But obviously, as Muslims, we're all, majority of us I know is all we're hijabs, right? Mm. So we're visibly Muslim, right? Mm-hmm. So and then for some of you, Muslim or not, people 
you associate also Somali with m- yeah, Islam. Yeah, so as soon as you hear yeah. people saying like you're from Somalia, it's like oh you're Muslim, mm-hmm. right? And then it's like that is so. You know, it's so funny. Yeah, and and now when he was little, whenever he used to see um, someone in hijab, he never used to say you're. Uh, oh look, uh, Somalis. He said no, look Muslim. Anyway. No, you I mean, mean when he never used to say Muslim, he used to say, oh, look, Somali? Yeah, he used to say, <laughs> never used to say Muslim, he used to say, oh, look, Somali. I was like, no, ma. <laughs> uh, no, no. He's like, no, no, hijab, Somali. Like, <laughs> That's no. actually cute, though. It used to make me laugh. Yeah, and, 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 and basically what I wanted us to kind of talk about was, like, cultural assimilating and, like, obviously we'll touch into... <laughs> I'm just having a problem with their nose pissing, guys. <laughs> I'm not. I'm too fast. <laughs> Obviously, like, one of the main things that I wanted to talk about was, like, as Muslims, do you guys feel like... Obviously, I'm going to go back a little bit, but do you guys feel like, as a culture, we have to assimilate in order for us to be accepted? And do you feel like, in the largest kind of, you know, society, do you have to assimilate a little bit more? Or is there more pressure for us as, like, women visibly Muslim women assimilating a little bit more in order to be accepted but before we get into that like just briefly Hmm. cultural assimilation overall in general when you hear that what does that like mean to you or how would you define that what's your understanding of that I figured it it means like taking on uh, the culture of your host country whatever that may be yeah. Um, so, although yeah. I was born here, for example, my cultural background is Grenadian and Bayesian. Yeah. But it in my, in sense of my in terms of myself, it would mean taking on British cultural values. Maybe not all of them, but mm. some of them. You know, which I guess happens naturally if you are born and raised in a country. Yeah. Um, that's what I would have thought cultural assimilation is. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Same as money. Always when you take yeah. someone's culture. Yeah, basically the process in which a minority group or culture comes to resemble a society's majority group assumes their values, behaviours, beliefs and so forth. So, you know, this notion of, you know, you're you're entering a new country so you kind of assimilate. Um do you know what's so funny? Sorry, just little bit off topic yeah mm. do you know what's so funny when you guys were young <laughs> go on when you guys were younger right mm. and somebody will actually define something or like say what's the definition of st- uh, to assimilate <laughs> <laughs> what what it's so funny because my the way i used to define things was like what's it well, what is what is the definition of assimilation to assimilate in it <laughs> and then it's like you just use the words that happens in the children right it's so funny it just reminded me that so i always tell like, them they can't use the word in the definition yeah well i because it's like when i was younger and then someone asked me to define something i used to use the word in the definition because of oh, what else it's are you like, to do, come on, do yeah. you know what i mean it means to assimilate what do you no. know but sorry that no that just, is that is that is still a thing yeah so it's this whole notion of whereby where you enter a new country, you, you know, take on this, like you said... Parts of their culture. Parts yeah. of their British culture and, and what is defined as British culture, I mean... Don't, because... I mean, Anyways! Does Britain even have a culture? I well, mean, Britain has it, values. It, it, it has values. The whole British yeah, values thing, yeah. and I have to know what they are. as a Uh Rule of law. Uh, 
Lord have mercy me feel. De- oh, <laughs> de- democracy, uh, rule okay. of law, freedom of something. Free speech? Huh? No. Uh, freedom. Oh, freedom, yeah. not freedom of movement. Something else, and um, free, liberty. So, so, listen, that anyway. I, anyway, Minera knows her. Minera had clearly assimilated. Well, <laughs> when I did, I, I did uh, British values with my year eights, and um, when we did rule of law. Yeah, I, the um, rule of law, individual liberty. That's what it is. And mutual respect for for and, and tolerance. tolerance of those with different faiths. And beliefs for those without faith. Yeah. I didn't even know that, you know. This is the no. first time I've ever seen that British has values. Yeah. Because I've of the whole prevent thing, yeah. that it was all like a big thing and now schools have to teach them. But when I taught them with my year eights, when we did rule of law, do you know what I do you know I do, do you know what I said to them? Okay, so we're all expected to follow the rule of law, blah blah. So I gave them different scenarios, real scenarios. So one of the scenarios that I gave them hmm. was the MPs and Boris Johnson having their party. Was that respecting the rule of law? No. Did the I rule mean, of law apply to everybody in that moment? No. I mean, the rule. There was a right in my classroom. Necess- it doesn't necessarily apply to. So the rule of law is the need for rules to make happy, safe, and secure environment to live and work. Well, in the basic sense, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Britain does have values, um, but I don't know whether they. This is the first time I'm seeing this. I don't know whether they're exclusive to Britain. In all fairness, it, 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 lots exactly. of places and have the same and, values. And, and that's what I was gonna yeah. say. Like some of the stuff that you mentioned, mm-hmm. like the rule, like respecting the land, the laws, and so forth. Yeah, you can have those values in anywhere. all countries. Do you know what I mean? Lots of people you can have, have those, those values as a person. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? As an individual, so it doesn't necessarily apply specifically. Do you know what I mean? And Just it's to like Britain, yeah. even if you were to, you know, abide by certain stuff. Does that class you as, you know... British? Would, yeah. Ultimately, uh, does that class you as being British? I think, well, being British is one of those things, isn't it? It's like, I would never define myself as English, um, but by nationality and passport, I clearly am British. Um, you know, that's not up for discussion. In terms of... but nationality, ethnicity, they're not the same thing. No, they're different. Um, you know, and ethnicity, obviously, I'm... I'm black and I'm Caribbean. Your ethnicity is first and foremost. It will never change. Yeah. But for not everyone. So do you remember David Lammy doing that thing where he was basically like, why can't I say I'm English? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm an Englishman. No, you're not. No, but in his eyes, he is. Hmm. You know, I'm, I, I, I class myself as an Englishman. I've, I've been raised here. I've been born here. I, you know, I'm an I'm a, I'm a, I'm a English politician, you know. I work for the people of England. Why can't I call myself English? And I am not of. I try well. I try my best not to tell black people that they shouldn't say that they're English. It makes me cringe. It will never happen from these lips. But if a black person wants to define themselves as English, then they can. And I know lots of people talk about oh, but you know, there's evidence that black people were here. And you know, remember that whole cheese man mm-hmm. thing that they found the black man that lived how long ago here and blah 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 i mean guys it's it's up to you i personally everybody has their feelings, i'm not going to define myself yeah as english. i mean anybody british like, i will uh, take english the, that's a bit strong telling you that you're british you know yeah, i mean that's a bit so, strong on the english i can't do that <laughs> that is but then it's like it's like do you feel like you have like from more of an individual perspective do you feel like you need to assimilate 
for the success of your own from an individual perspective kind of thing so like with david lammy him saying he's british english he said english him he's english like it definitely he's, but he had already assimilated he's assimilated 100 right but what i'm trying to say is by him claiming this englishness that he's claiming or whatever it is mm. yeah do you feel like he needs to i mean you can't really speak for him do you know I mean he's accepting that in order for him to become successful I don't know. You can't speak for him, but from I your feel personal. like he feel in my head what I took it as. He feels like I've done enough to prove that I'm English. Yeah. You know how? How can you not say I'm English? Look at me. Look what I've done. Look what I've become. Look where I am. Look where I am. Look what I've become. Look how I speak. Look how I behave. Blah blah. blah. I'm English. Yeah. You know. So I do think that sometimes ethnic minorities do feel um, well. I think that our generation don't really know how it feels to be forced to assimilate, in all fairness. Yeah. In in the same way that our parents' generation do. Mm. And, you know, I've always said to Somalis, you don't need to be careful because you're going to assimilate too far, like Caribbeans did. A lot of Caribbeans, after my generation, are bangers and mash. Yeah. They don't know nothing about the Caribbean. Yeah. They've never been there. Yeah. A lot of their parents weren't born there. So, like, my kids, for example, inshallah, will turn around and say they're Caribbean. I, their mom wasn't even born in the Caribbean. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? So unless it, me, I by force it and make sure they go there. Yeah. What are they gonna know of the Caribbean? So lots of the Nothing. Caribbean children I teach don't know anything about the Caribbean. Yeah. Um, and I think so. The Caribbeans that originally came here, they were extremely Caribbean. They kept to their culture. They held it down, but they had to fight. That the white people here really tried to destroy us. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They made it hard. They, you know, a lot of people found things very difficult, couldn't get jobs. A lot of the protests, a lot of the reasons why other ethnic minorities came here after us and had it a lot easier is because Caribbeans really put the work in yeah. and really had to take a lot of beatings physically, literally, to, to make things smoother. But part of that did mean that obviously certain people had to assimilate to, to, to get into certain spaces. Um, and that might be on small scales such as um, changing how you dress. Although, to be fair, old Caribbeans dress very professionally at all times. I mean, my dad wore a suit for absolutely no reason. Um, Saturday the, afternoon. The, the most basic form of assimilating. Yeah. But it could be down to losing, deliberately trying to get rid of your accent. Yeah. yeah. Um, it could be down to hiding some of your values whilst you're in the workplace. So hiding some of your beliefs and values. Yeah. You know, um, changing the way you eat changing the way you speak you yeah. know lots of different things that people did to assimilate i think it's different and way bigger for muslims because islam is in direct con like con contradiction to a lot of what english british culture values. is yeah. and not even british values because what they are on paper those aren't necessarily a bad thing in islam you know yeah. what i mean yeah. but in on terms of what is of english culture yeah i think a lot of what people assume uh, you know i think people assume that a lot of Brit uh, islam you know conflicts with british culture it doesn't necessarily i don't find there to be conflict in my everyday life uh on a small scale as a muslim but obviously the way that we live is very different to the rest of English society. Mm. So 
I think that's why Muslims are often the conf- the topic of conversation with regards to oh they haven't assimilated. Yeah, they haven't yeah. assimilated. They haven't integrated. They haven't. Yeah, know, they haven't accepted anything. Like it's always it's always a lot more. I feel like Muslims have a lot more pressure to assimilate to a specific society or community or culture or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like women have it a little bit more harder because women are the ones that are more visibly Muslim. Right, so obviously, when you're now trying to assimilate in in in, in a working work environment or whatever it is, right, they expect you to dress in a certain manner. Somebody will probably expect you to, you know, greet men. And I mean, everybody, I mean, we we, we do shake hands with men and so forth and whatnot. You know, I mean, even though you're not. But some men stuff, even take it further than that. When they try to hug you, and it's like some of these men, it's Sir. like. Well, even just the workplace banter can feel inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially when you wear hijab as well. Like, you know, like you said, you're visibly Muslim, right? So if some workplace, let's say if like you're in a professional job, like a, a county chart or something like that, you know, if you work in these uh, corporate uh, places you're me- you're meant to dress in a certain way. They look the workplaces do look for a, a type of dressing like how, especially for women. Especially because men, it's just suit. That's yeah, it. exactly. But as a let's say like you're a professional, your job whatever, and uh, you work in this corporate like banking or whatever. Uh, but they expect you to be like, oh, she's good at her job, but can we hire her because she's a hijabi? Like do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. uh, uh, as a hijabi, you're not. No, I am not going People to don't off. perceive you as fun. People don't as perceive open, you as not, somebody yeah. that they can have a laugh with. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Even if you are, the assumption that is automatically made when you walk in the room in a hijab is that you're not going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, strict. I can't speak to her about certain things. Mm. She's going to feel uncomfortable she's with everything. She's yeah. She's yeah. Why do they do that? Why do they think we're um, Like, even, like, asking, like, you know, in, in certain jobs, like, uh, alhamdulillah, I've been blessed at all jobs that I've ever had. It's always been, like, Muslim organisations and stuff. Yeah. So I've never had that problem. But I think one time when I was working in an organisation, I had to let them know, like, you know, like, masala is very important. And this is the times that I pray, you know? So mm. you have to give me, like, five minutes. But a lot of people, they would really... Like, a lot of hijabis, even, like, men, Muslim men would really stress about that or uh, secretly hide. Like, say, no, I'm just going somewhere five minutes copy to the copy room to do something, and then they... Yeah, some people pray. do, do you know feel awkward about don't, don't dealing with those kind of issues at work. But as a Muslim, um, it's very hard to assimilate uh, to, uh, to English culture, as you say. It's hard because he, like I said, it kind of goes. But it depends on it, de- it, it depends on how far or how you 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 view assimilating. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because it's like you can like I feel like I don't know about you guys, but we've I've assimilated to a certain extent. One hundred percent we are I mean? because if they planted us back home, they would spot us out as British from a mile away. <laughs> yeah, the hundred percent. Do you know what I mean? Everyone so we have whether we like to say to or not. One hundred percent, right? Yeah. But nobody's assimilated to the point and 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 this whole idea of like assimilating is you in essence giving up your original culture your original culture your values your beliefs and that's a different and and, and i think that's why it kind of eats away and this Mm. and one of the things that's a bit negative about assimilating is because it wipes out people's culture people's and then and then there's no there's no like form of diversity and everything's gone like people's traditions why can't you have that things get watered down it's just getting do you know what i mean 
so for example uh not in hill carnival is this weekend right yeah and if you ask most people what not in hill carnival is they'll tell you it's a caribbean street party yeah well it's not about that they won't sometimes tell you, you won't even get that yeah so it'll be like it's just a big street party in london street party that happens about holiday weekend yeah yeah, yeah. exactly they will not tell you the links to slavery the reasons why certain things happen the reasons you know linking back to again a lot of the caribbeans protesting and things like that back in those days and the fact that it actually comes from the caribbean islands Mm -hmm. and was started here by i think a trinidadian woman um and she brought it over here so that we can have that kind of celebration over here as well but you know a lot of the time back back in the day obviously for example if you look at um some people wonder why people paint themselves black in um carnival it's called jab jab uh to be honest with you for a lot of people it's quite scary to watch um but the reason behind it was to do with slavery a lot of the slaves used to like mm. paint themselves in molasses um uh as like a mark of like freedom after they were freed and were allowed to go to carnival and things like that and there's lots of stuff behind it but people don't actually understand the meaning of carnival they just go for the vibes and that's how when assimilation happens because a lot of caribbeans who go to carnival don't know the history of carnival because we've assimilated so it's it's the slow watering down of things yeah yeah and you know as muslims we can see that we're we're assimilating you know it's funny that they're saying that we're not when actually we are just because we walk around people walk around wearing hijabs and abayas it doesn't mean that people haven't assimilated. Yeah. Bilal's have now become billies. Mohammed's <laughs> have now become moles. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but that's part of assimilation. That's part of assimilation. No, but at the end of the day, your name's Ikran, but I call you Ix. The goal of assimilation is to have an individual group. But I think that's the slow watering down of things without noticing. Do you understand? It's not people going out of their way to assimilate. But it is actually happening. The Absolutely, fact that, like, 100%. you know... But um, at the same time, like I said, there's a lot of people here that live here now that, you know, want to keep that culture, you know, that will always take their kids back home. I know one of my aunties, like, every year she takes her kids back home. My mum took me back, back home as well, and I still assimilated. I, I think you can't escape from assimilating to this country exactly. to, to a certain extent. But to a certain extent, I think you can keep your culture and your deen. It's up to you as a person. Of course you can. To hold it But it gets watered down. Yeah. But that's the thing though. Like, like when we talk about things getting watered down, it's not your religion. It's not your beliefs and your values and necessarily that are getting watered down. Do you know what I mean? I think unfortunately it's going to come to that, you know. Sadly to say, I think like, give another 20 years, like we're going to water down But it slowly is. Yeah, it's already Because a lot of things that, okay, for example... I think in the older years, so like from what I hear from a lot of people, their parents will say that originally, way back in the day in their countries and stuff, people weren't necessarily even that religious. Islam was practiced, but it wasn't necessarily practiced in the way that it is now. Yeah. Yeah. And then over time, things started to change slowly. Like a lot of people that I know, their parents didn't wear hijab when they were younger, things like that. And then slowly over time, the appearance of that changed, changed, right? Um, And then it kind of came down to our generations. And then if you look at the generations below us, a lot of things with Muslims have changed and become more acceptable. So a lot of Muslims drink, for example. Lots of Muslims don't pray. And that's kind of, in a way, becoming somewhat normalised. But that is because of the watering down. It's becoming harder and harder to practice your deen when you're becoming more and more British. 
Do you yeah. understand? And, and I think that is where the assimilation is now. Is it too far? It, it, yeah, yeah. So for a lot of far. young children, for example, they know that they are Muslim, uh, especially at times when Islam is heightened. So they know they're Muslim in Ramadan. Yeah. But they don't, outside of Ramadan, they don't know much about being Muslim. You have to cultivate your children. No, of course. But it's also becoming a lot more common that that is the way. A lot of children are are Muslim, but they don't know that much about Islam. Yeah, but Muslim by name. Yeah. And that's through no fault of their own. No, no. But that's what happens with assimilation. It's that kind of watering down. It's like, you know, with like a saw or like a file, and you're slowly filing away at something, and then before you know it it's gone but it takes a long time it could take uh, yeah 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 it's not it's it would take hours days to file it all the way down and that, and that's the thing like you said the whole watering down thing is happening generation after generation yeah. after generation it's not an immediate you know thing I mean? it's not something <laughs> no. that you yeah. see happen straight it's away so how do you see the the generation after us right who like they're so said, different they're but so different but then the generation them. after those and the ones after those is how like we cultivate our children it's 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 us now. hold on sorry it's mad. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I was, I, I was trying to no, go on. at the same time. No, 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 go on. What are you saying? <laughs> now continue, go on. No, I was just saying, isn't it up to us then to make sure that, you know, um, we keep our culture and our religion and try to pass that down to our kids as much yes. as... Because we know that, you know, our religion is, uh, you know, is becoming a bit less and less serious with the, the, the younger generation. So, like, me, as a mom to a teenager now, I try my hardest to, like, not tell him just to go pray, but tell him the reason why Salah is important, the reason why he need to pray. Um, he even though he's born in this country, he does he's never seen Somalia. Um, but I always tell him about his culture and like you know back home yeah. and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? So it's up to but us. But I and think our you also have a huge benefit in that your son has ex- like a lot of contact with his grandparents. Yeah, not everybody has that. That's true. Yeah. And let's be honest, if it was just you and him, mm. he would be a lot less Somali than he is. Mm. Chances are. Because your Somali also, you were born there, but you haven't been there in a very long time. No, so your see. Somali also comes from your deep connection to your parents. Yes, 100%. And he also gets that. He, but he can bypass you. Yeah. Because they're there. Yeah, what about true. the household, my, what my household does, that doesn't exist? Yeah, What about when true. people's parents are actually back home? Yeah. And it's just, it's just them, British person, and their child. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, it's very hard. And we, if you, even if you look at... Um, the different cultures or the different communities in different countries mm. right people assimilating how do you can see Somalis that have assimilated in this country have assimilated different in compared to the ones that probably assimilated in America ah uh, whoa Americans do you know what I mean it's it, it, it's it's different and and and, and I, I think guess more that's culture where, than and Americans. I guess that's where like going off what Manira was saying had the like you've got such a strong connection with your parents because your parents still have that that, that Somali Nimo in the household. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, I don't think assimilating takes away your Somali Nimo. No. No, I don't think it does, but yeah, you're right. But at the same time, I do know the importance of making sure that my culture and my religion lives on. Does that make sense? Like, I'm very like, even though I haven't been to Somali since I was three, I really want my son to know the roots of where he comes from, make sure that, you know, even my parents pass or I pass, like, you know, to keep going, like, know that he's, like, his culture, his dean, so that, you know, obviously him being British-born, I don't want that to overtake it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's why... But I think if you check it... We need it, to go back home. Not even you as an individual. 
things that I notice as a teacher, for example, is a lot of the children, they can understand their home languages. They can't speak it properly. That is so true. My son understands yeah. everything, but can he speak it back to Right, me? exactly. No, so then, then the language dies with him. Oh, hell no, we're going back tomorrow. But that's the thing. No, but this is what I'm saying. But I hear you. So, but true. this is, no, this is what that. happens. I mean, I never learned to speak my language. My mum can't even speak in it. Oh, honestly, so, my heart breaks you. I, there's certain words that I don't even understand. Right, but this is what I'm saying. But this is part of assimilation. Yeah. It's the fact that your son understands a language but doesn't speak it properly yeah. is part of assimilation. It's not his fault. Yeah. It's not your fault. But at the end of the day, you live in a country where the target language is English. Yeah. He can't go to school without knowing English. So, of course, he has to speak English. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. unfortunately, what happens is, is that certain things get lost through generations. And that's why I always, I always just say it, I say it to everyone, don't assimilate too far, you know. Look at my community. <laughs> but where's the line? We didn't see the line. Where's the line? Where's the line? Where did you draw the line? That's the problem. Where'd you draw know. the line? Nobody knows where the line is and you don't realise until it's crossed. <laughs> so it's then is it up to you to draw your own line? Yeah. Is it up to you to now create your own line? But also... Say, this is how far as I'm trying to I know go. I'm going to sound like a Marxist right now, but I'm not. But that's the... Capitalism, yeah, is also a huge issue. Hey, I mean, no, it's this. got a left hand mic. No, no, oh, on. sorry, <laughs> mama. <laughs> She's left her mic. Capitalism, yeah. But if you think about it, right... Half the reason why this assimilation things happen is to do with work and money. Yeah? Yeah, 100%. That is the big thing. And how cultures get lost, part of it is, um, and even when you mentioned the uh, Somalis in America thing, I bet you the key, one of the key reasons is over there, for example, mm -hmm. there is no help for people who don't work, basically. Yeah. Yeah? So I bet a lot of the Somali women who went over there in the early years had to go out and work in a way that a lot of the Somali women here didn't have to necessarily. They probably got to stay at home, nurture the kids while the men went out to work. In America, they will leave you for dead, buff. Mm. They're not helping you in the same way that England help you, mm. which is how the culture got lost faster because the mums were outside working. When you have to go outside and work, you have to assimilate in order to work, but, you know, right? Then you've gone out of work outside to assimilate to work. Also, in the process, your kids are now spending more time alone and you can't cultivate the culture. Capitalism, you have to work. It's like a cycle. But in that time, your culture is being lost because you have to provide but can our culture ever be lost because remember yeah even though we live in england or america yeah we do also have family back home and when was the last time you saw them no i'm but, talking about the culture here yeah i understand the culture here, here. But, but we still have a deep connection our roots back to them does that make sense you everyone has roots but I, at the end I of the think, day how think, often think, are you using those roots some people we're using them some people. but i don't think our culture is ever if there's if there's always people back home i'm not talking about we can people always back go home. back and i'm not talking about, about the people back home Go, uh, I know people that um, that have this summer hella families have all packed their bags and went oh, back yeah, home but to teach their ch children their culture. Are, and their I'm talking children. about the people here. I'm yeah. not talking about the people back home. Of course the culture exists back home because it is the culture. Yeah, but I'm saying will it ever be lost because we can always go back. No, but you can't speak about an, it, as a whole. So if you take, if you forget about going back home, if you forget about... Because most know, people aren't whole, going back home. If you forget about <laughs> that, even if you think about, you know, keeping your culture together here, Right? As a community, you can keep your culture, right? But if you're coming from more of an individual perspective, yeah, mm. it might be a little bit harder to keep your culture because the more you do things to assimilate and to, you know, add to this social and economic and all of this stuff, right, you're assimilating each and every day a little bit more and more and more. 
right? So that. from an individual perspective, the more you assimilate, the more you add on to this one, the more you lose from this one. Do you get As it? From an individual culture, from an individual perspective. Yeah, of course, you're Somali. I will never. But at the end of the day, but you have assimilated. I, 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 in the most basic choice. format, though, that's no, the thing, ha- though. Let, let me not start, um, uh, what do you call it, singing the Somali anthem up in the air. But, uh, yeah, of course, you're always going to be Somali. I'm always going to be Canadian and Beijing. Yeah, but I'm going to make sure that I keep my culture alive, even if that means... But, babes, you're going some, but your son can't speak Somali. So that's you true, didn't. that's an L for but me. No, no, that's no, an L. Not, it's not your fault. This is what I'm saying. It's You're saying fault. no, no, it isn't. Take my son it back. isn't your fault. It yeah. isn't your fault. And it's because you I live here, have, yeah, right? Exactly. It's I live here. But nobody exactly. But and you have to take him back home to speak his language. You can do that. Yeah. Here. a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear what it's you're saying. That I should fault. teach it. It wasn't. No, it wasn't. It, you didn't see it happening, babe. Yeah. But it's so funny you didn't because it had just happened. So why are you coming fast? Yeah, <laughs> that's why. But you know what is yeah, so funny yeah, because when we were younger, yeah, you know, as soon as we came from school, yeah, my mom, the reason I know my language so well is yeah, when we used to come home, my parents, my mom and dad, as soon as we come into the house, no one can speak English. But also, we always used to speak Somali all the babes, time. Your parents' English probably wasn't as good as yours is right now. No, hundred percent. Exactly. Uh, my mom can give me a run for her money when she wants to. No, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. But, but what I'm saying no, it is, it's yeah. different. So you cannot compare what your yeah. parents did with you to what you do. It's, it, that's not fair on yourself. Yeah. That's impossible. Your Somali is not as good as your parents, probably. Mm. Because it's not your first language in that way. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? If for them, it's their primary, if not only language. I'm yes, they use English when they need to. But, but what I'm saying is, that is how assimilation works. It's quiet and it's creeping. You didn't realise that your son didn't speak his language properly until... No, no, no. It used to be a worry for me. I, I remember when I used to, um, um, when he was little, I used to be like, nah, this child has to speak Somali. It used but to worry me a lot, but... He's ended up not speaking it fluently. No, but he, he probably can everything. say things, of course. But, and even the fact and that you're saying, so bad, I need to take him was- back. This thing that we Westerners that we're, we're over here, we have this concept of that the people back home are going to save us. Nah. Yeah? I don't think they're going to say, I don't think they're going to save us. As but in, I just feel like, like if I take him back, at least like experience that boy. That boy is in a household full of Somalis. Why can't you, te- why can't you teach him that? I, I, I can't teach him So that. why don't you speak to him in Somali? About, uh, I, I do, but the thing is, yeah, I just want to him until he replies. Yeah, that's true, you know. But it's because but it's I just easy. want him to go and back again, home and see the culture and stuff. Of course, he should go home and see the culture, yeah. but he's not going to come back a, 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 a star in Somali. No. He needs you to. He he's needs you to do that. How many years he's damned. But what I'm Never. saying is, it's not your fault, and it's not something you would have seen happening. It's all over the country. Yeah. It's all over the country, and that's how assimilation happens. And you know, it's assimilation such a brings, quiet thing. You how are you assimilation to brings that? stigma as well. What do you mean to, to certain cultures? You know, like, you see uh, uh, different demographics of, like, you know, people be like, oh, Asian people, they're good at maths, they're highly educated, black boys, they're in crime and stuff like that. All these things must come from... Well, to be fair, I think Asians get... Asians are the poster child for not assimilating. Yeah. Um, no, Asian Muslims. Asian, I don't mean Asian like, Muslims, shall I, mean I say, like, like, unfortunately. Uh, Korean, Chinese, them sides, okay. but there's, like, Indian... Uh, there's the uh, whole of Asia is big, yeah. isn't it? So it depends. Do you know what I mean? There's certain stigmas that uh, certain cultures are really attached to. Does that make sense? You mean like st- like stereotypes, like yeah, stereotypes like, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. that is brought out by us assimilating. I guess so. Yeah, to, to a culture. certain extent. Do you know what I mean? I was thinking about that. 
yeah because even our behavior our mannerisms uh it's all part of assimilation yeah you, you um, see like a chinese girl or something and you think oh she's smart like uh, just naturally without even like you know but that's because of like how we see them but that's also ster- because i mean movies perpetuate that stereotype it, that's everything builds into that yeah that's what i'm saying though um but i definitely think do you guys think there's any positives to assimilation yeah because we've spoken about all the I, negatives yeah <laughs> i don't know you know me i'm against me i try to fight against you don't try and fight against it you're just saying that now you've you, you that, that, i probably have assimilated i'm not gonna lie probably, probably yeah maybe I, I'm, probably okay 90 percent. okay 98 okay uh, probably of course we have I mean, I, I, but again it's because we were have. raised here babe yeah. what else it was no, not definitely exactly you can't fight this assimilation when she's already assimilated. but she's fighting it as she's she sits here on the mic as she's deep in things that like, oh she's I'm, already assimilated she's thinking i'm bangers like, she's, she's losing it but that's not the case I, I'm but that's but i don't think there's anything wrong with assimilating there's nothing wrong with it uh, there should be a line yeah no, but I'm just saying. I just, I just, just don't think you should, should be out here screaming like David Lammy. Uh, please let me call myself English. Yeah, You're yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If she's assimilated to that level, first and foremost, she will not be wearing that bionic chat. Yeah, that's hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. She will I'll not. Be so like everybody has. A, you've assimilated like a, to a certain uh, extent, uh, right? And then, like I was saying, there's a line that you draw for yourself, for your child, whatever. Do you mean to the point where it's like this is as far as I can go? for the success of me, my community, and my, my family, and so forth, whether it be, yeah. do you know what I mean? There's some things I you think like the line for me, on. I think exactly. the line for and, me and, and, is and when the lines of my dean and my culture gets crossed. More dean. Yeah, and that's like what when they tell me like, line. Yeah, the line would be there. When they told me like, in a certain place, or oh, you can't wear hijab in this workplace. Yeah, for that's example, the line. Do you know what I mean? Um, if I, obviously teachers, or you can't pray. Teachers, teachers love a pub, right? Um, if now when people go to the pub on Friday they, well they don't bother asking me anymore but if, when they ask me I would say no now if part of being a teacher meant that I had to yeah. by force go to the pub on Fridays then I wouldn't be a teacher yeah. do you get what I mean so those are the kind of things obviously there's, there's, there's got to be a line right but I think that there are lots of positives to a certain level of assimilation and that is obviously progress of a community yeah at the end of the day if you've moved into a host country most of our parents came here with the idea that they're going to have children and give us a better life right they didn't expect to give birth to us and we'd be in the exact same position as them so part of assimilation is is that you that you that you progress and we have alhamdulillah yeah Uh, yeah, you understand so that is a benefit of assimilation and that I think like when I grew up, I've all, my mom has always been like, we come to this country to better yourselves and then go back and help your people back home. I don't know why. That was just something I was always drilled in my mind. Yeah, but all of, but our, progress all of, of our parents were going back home and they're still here, babe. <laughs> but there's a, Unfortunately, but yeah, yeah. and again, capitalism, the reason why they're still here is oftentimes because of work. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of times for a lot of people, their family, they, they get caught up in debt. A lot of immigrants came here for a short time and they thought they were going back home. And now they're up to a here lot in of debt. Them, a lot of them haven't been, haven't unpacked. Yeah, exactly. I mean? A lot of them haven't unpacked. A lot of them have children here and they're waiting for their kids to get married before they go. A lot of them are waiting, 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 waiting. And yeah, then they yeah, end yeah, up yeah. dying here, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 So, you know, I think all of our communities came here with the idea that they were going back. And now a lot of them go back home and they can't even cope back there for that long. They want to come back here. Mm. Like, they're like, oh, rah, this isn't what it used to be. Or it's changed so much or they've changed so much. Even our parents' generation have to accept that they have assimilated to a certain extent. Because back home can sometimes get too much for them who was 
born and raised there. Do you get what I mean? But I'm seeing a lot of people, um, a lot of youngsters as well, going back home now yeah. and uh, um, exploring their culture and, yeah. and stuff like that, which is which is amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I guess yes, you're right. One of the positive is progress because but once you progress in this community, like in your in this country, you can bring you, others up. Yeah, you can bring others up, which is true. And a lot yeah, of like the, remember the uh, the Indians and stuff like that. They've been here for like centuries. And majority of them are up there. But it took them. Centuries. I mean, I wouldn't say the majority of them are there. Not majority, but they're very... But it's like, when yeah, you see people them, are moving high, into, you know I mean? People More are moving into... People are moving into... But also remember, uh, South Asians are the largest ethnic minority group, I believe. Yeah. Yes, they and, br- and then it takes one, then they bring other people up, and yeah. you know, and that's the goal, isn't it? As well as, and us, that's like, what, you know, for someone yeah. to be up there, then we bring other people up, up, absolutely, our own people, and then we can make laws and change and things like that, you know? Yeah, Hopefully, that's the I mean, yeah, that will take a long time, but I'm just talking time. about in the world of work, like nepotism. People act like nepotism is always, is always a bad thing, and it isn't. I think sometimes, as ethnic minorities. seeing nepotism happen from like people who are already uh you know have privilege so like a white middle class person getting into a job role because their white middle class mum had a connect with so-and-so's dad and managed to get them a job it it burns because we're still trying to get into certain spaces yeah but if i work my way up to being a barrister for example and your son turns around and says that he wants to be a lawyer and i give him work experience great that is the whole reason why it's a good thing that we've assimilated to a certain extent where we're now into those careers yeah. do you know what i mean but i think yeah th- that for me is like one of the key benefits of a certain level of assimilation um yeah i can't yeah, think it's of another one to be fair it, yeah i think that's the main one because that's the same one that i was going to say that's the main positive one in terms of you know assimilating to a certain extent it does have a direct impact effect on you in terms of the success of your cult your community and obviously from more of a person um from an individual perspective Mm. kind of thing Mm. for your own growth whether it's like you know financially emotionally whatever it is Mm. you can now adapt in the society where you're fully understanding of do you know Mm. what i mean and i think what's it like yesterday i was listening to um I don't even know why I'm bringing this up. But yesterday I was listening to The Breakfast Club, Mm. right? And then, um, what's his name? Idris Elba Mm. was on there. And he was talking about his new movie, right? And they were talking about nepotism. And they were talking about how he, you know, the guy that, the producer, Will Pecker, he's the Mm. one that produced the movie. And he hollered at um, Idris Elba to jump on it, right? So Idris Elba is um, a father you know and he's got two kids that are teens like. right but his daughter applied for the role mm. and his daughter didn't get it mm-hmm. right and then a lot of people are basically saying how is it that you know you're in the movie and you didn't even give the role to your daughter but in what role in the role of the daughter so in the movie he's got two kids oh, okay so and his daughter's an actress daughter applied because yeah. she because she didn't do the best audition so she actually applied for it right and then the craziest thing was she i didn't get to bring this up you know she didn't get the role but, this, right? but isn't it i think i got the same articles because she just didn't fit in no but it was she wasn't he, the he right was fit talking about, and then what he was talking about how um 
her, her, her interview and her, you know, all of that stuff was amazing. But as a father and a daughter in the movie, they couldn't connect. But in real life, they're actually father and daughter. Because the connection that they're acting out isn't their natural connection. Exactly. So it was too difficult. So, yeah. Anyway, that's what I you said. Why I that up, yeah? Well, it links to the whole nepotism thing. Right. But going back to, you know, the positive and of, of assimilating. That's still linked to what you just said because him doing that... It, it, it allowed him to... Him being him assimilating to a certain extent and going into the acting world and becoming as big as he has allowed him to even offer her that opportunity to even try yeah. to be part mm. of that film. Mm, true. And I think even, you know, where we are right now, recording this, comes from us assimilating. 100%. Mm. Because culturally, for us, women wouldn't necessarily, especially of the older generation, wouldn't be sat in a room recording a podcast, you know sharing their opinions big and bold or whatever do you know what i mean so yeah it is different it is part of assimilation that muslim women are now stepping into bigger spaces although the muslim women of early generations they fought in battles they taught and all the rest i think somewhere along the lines culture and islam started to get mixed up Mm -hmm. and people kind of started taking things away from women and i think now muslim women are kind of taking things back yeah um I think another one is like um, building generational wealth, isn't it? And I've created, like you said, I think maybe it comes down to creating opportunities and what, like a benefit of yeah, yeah, of course, and just creating um, wealth for your kids that you would maybe never have gotten that opportunity before. Yeah, and yeah. that is so part of, partly to, that's of course linked to assimilating to a yeah, certain extent. To a certain extent, I guess, because you wouldn't have these opportunities back home. Even though there's a lot of business, I mean, yeah, yeah. You, 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 I think you would, you would have, have you would have certain have opportunities. Yeah, I think uh, the opportunities might be might different, not, and yeah. they might be less, and a lot of people might not necessarily have access to them. Um, but I think there's but here you can start businesses, like you have loads of back home you people can, can start thing, businesses. I think maybe the difference might be back home. You might you here. I mean, I don't know if that would be a fair statement to say, but here there might be certain opportunities that might come to you on a more easier yeah because there's like grants and stuff like that that you can have access to I was talking more of like uh, careers linked to educational things like you know doctors lawyers teachers nurses those kind of things I think people back home are actually more likely to be entrepreneurs than we are yeah 100% Um, I think they're more likely to be business owners than we are because a lot for a lot of time that's the only way of surviving they are and and, and they they are are. so that I'm not talking about I think people back home are more likely to be entrepreneurs and own businesses than we are actually I was more talking about careers that link to going to university and getting a certain level of education that I think assimilation has helped here being a business owner the people back home are, are definitely they're way ahead of us they're way ahead of us in business ownership so like just to wrap it up um one last final question just straight yes it's the final you guys guys have answered it throughout the whole thing but just simple yes or no right do you think as a culture we won't be able to survive if we don't assimilate I can't answer that question because we already have. Yeah. To a certain extent, yeah. Uh, We'd have to go back in time and resist to the point of no return. (laughs) It's too late. It's already happened. I I genuinely can't answer the question. 
Yeah. Because we have already assimilated. Yeah. So it's kind of... We would have to really have... I, I don't even... I don't actually okay, know so, if it's so, so, possible so. to not assimilate once you live somewhere for a certain period of time. I don't actually know if it's, it's, it's even possible. I was just about to rephrase my question to... Do you think... But she just said no. I don't think it's possible. She just said no. Unless you say, are extremely you sheltered. Do you survive in a society without assimilating? Um, if you look at the Orthodox Jewish community... Oh, yes. The Orthodox Jewish community, yes. which are, is not a huge community, right? Mm. But they have created a, a, a entire system for themselves. They have their own schools. They have their own the police, their own doctors everything that they go to their own businesses they operate in a very small place and yeah, yes. they have created an entire world for themselves and they have not assimilated and they are surviving so it might be possible That's on a true. small scale yeah a very small scale but there are but not that many laws, orthodox but they're still protected by the laws of this country so is everybody but mm, yeah no that's fact the same laws that apply to them apply to us yeah. right but they're the only people who have gone out of their way to do that but remember orthodox there's lots of jewish people yeah but not there's not that many orthodox jewish people yeah, in this country yeah, yeah. You yeah? Only one part of yeah. so like, amy winehouse was jewish for example do you know what i mean jewish people are everywhere was she I don't yeah know that. Okay. but i'm talking about the orthodox jewish community okay that small community that you see that are visibly jewish and they operate in that small section of society you know but there's not that many of them but they have created an entire world for themselves in that small small area yeah and it has worked do i think that would work on a large scale? remember there's not that many orthodox orthodox jewish people in terms of muslims there's, there's way more in terms of practicing overtly whereas you know the jewish community as i said there's lots of jewish people aren't necessarily uh, orthodox yeah right so I don't know if what they have created would work in a bigger sense. I think if they tried to broaden that, I don't know how British society and British people would take to that. I think because people see them as like a small fraction over there, they're, they're operating it. You know, if that started to branch out, then it'd be like. I think people up. would challenge it more. Mm. So if Muslims tried to do that in 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 terms of the large number of us that there are, there's too it many. Wouldn't there's happen. too many cultures. It wouldn't too happen. Many... It would not happen. Yeah. It would be challenged immediately, and I think even if they tried to do it and push push it out a bit more, it would be challenged. Mm. So I don't know. They haven't assimilated, and it's worked for them. But there's not that many of them. Mm. So I don't know if it works when you're a big community. Would be my answer to that. Sorry, I couldn't do yes or no. Okay. And on that note, <laughs> she put her well. Any last final words? Well, yeah. <laughs> it can't be so much. I know, I can't. I do the whole amp for a minute. Out of you. Do the whole amp for a minute. Don't put me in the spot. Exactly. Anyways, on that note, Don't guys. Don't make me bring it out on Google. So what if I assimilated? I can still hold on to it with Google with the help of Google. Yeah. Anyways, I'm Canadian till I'm Bayesian till I'm Nobody's doubting that. But, but I'm also British. It is what anyways, it is. Anyways, I'm not British. Yeah, you on are. On that note, come show me your feels, passport. No, she's gonna Google. She's gonna Google the Somali national anthem. But if you're so um, Somali, you should know it. That's it. Anyways, on that word. note, <laughs> oh lad, we finish. I'm having internal struggle. And on that I have one final thing to say. What's that? It kind of assimilated a lot more than we human. Uh, no, ah, that, that is that. I refuse. Period. Period. 
Press the button. No, so Molly and Tosa, Tosa is the disco day. <laughs> <laughs>